I'm April Willis, and you're listening to the Unbound Outdoors Collective, the podcast where us ladies get to chat unapologetically about hunting, fishing, all things outdoors, and our experiences within. On this podcast episode, I'm going to be sitting down with Hannah Markham, or as you might know her on Instagram, Hannah the Plus Size Hunter. She's the gal who does Try On Tuesday, where she tries on different pieces of clothing from the outdoor industry, normally camouflage, and gives you her honest opinion on their fit and function. Before we get started on this episode, though, I wanted to mention one of the cool things about my podcast currently. And that is that I don't have any sponsors. So you won't be hearing any ad reads yet. Instead, before we get started, I need to take a quick moment to shout out Panoramic Outdoors. Sheldon, Chase, and Tristan have been huge supporters of mine for years now and have decided to take the chance on me with this podcast. So thank you guys for believing in me and starting this journey with me. And for all of you listening, I promise this is the last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, myself and the guys at Panoramic Outdoors would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a comment or a review for my episode on whatever podcast platform you're listening or even social media. Just let us know what you think of this episode. And now to the good stuff. Welcome to the podcast, Hannah, and thank you for agreeing to be here with me. I'm really happy to have you here today. I thought really long and hard about who I wanted as my first group of guests, and there was absolutely no hesitation when your name popped into my head. I knew that the best way to kick off my first few episodes of this women's outdoor podcast would be to have somebody on here that I can say and that I 100% feel this way is an amazing advocate for all women in our outdoor industry. So before I get too far into things, I would you be able to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, just like where you're from, when you started hunting or when you got into the outdoors, where you see yourself going in the outdoors, that kind of thing? Yeah. So, and thank, uh, first of all, thank you very much. I'm very glad to be here. And you just saying that I'm a good advocate for women, like that just makes me feel, that's just so nice. So, <laughs> so um, a little bit about me. I am 32 and from Texas, li- born and raised, lived here my whole life. And um, growing up, I definitely was not a hunter. I did go on a dove hunt or two with my dad whenever I was probably about a preteen. But you know, when you're that age, you're like, oh, this is gross and I'm too cool. And <laughs> and so I never really got into it because I didn't grow up like I definitely didn't grow up like doing it from a a young age. And so kind of getting introduced as like a preteen when our attitudes are like already pretty strong. I just, I didn't take to it. And so I did not start hunting until about six years ago, but I've always been like a kid that I, we, I mean, we grew up playing outside and um, we're outside all day. And so I've always like had like that kind of outdoor experience. And I, I love hiking and all of that kind of stuff, but hunting de- definitely didn't come into the picture until six years ago, whenever I started uh, bow hunting and I was introduced to bow, bow hunting um, because my boyfriend started bow hunting um, a year before I, before I got into it. So he hunted that whole first year and I experienced that whole um, hunting widow thing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and because he was so, like laser focused on hunting, like from the, from, you know, the moment he picked up a bow, honestly, um, 
I never saw him. And so it was kind of like, okay, how, like, how are we going to spend time together? And it was like, I kind of have to like, right. Figure out a way how to like, instead of just watching him shoot his bow, I got a bow and then it kind of just went from there. Right. So what did you guys, what did you start with? Like, was it big game, like were deer, elk, that kind of thing or something else? Um, so I didn't really go into it with the intention of hunting at all, honestly. So I thought, okay. oh, I'll just shoot, I'll just get a bow and I'll like shoot with him. And then like, maybe we like, we'll do 3d, like 3d targets. And I don't know, maybe like I'll explore the idea of doing like competition or something like that. Like, I don't know, maybe. And then, um, when hunting season rolled around, uh, he was off, you know, in the woods and he was like, well, just come with me, like, just come with me, just sit with me. And then I would sit with him and he would gripe at me for being for, during white tail season. <laughs> he would, he would gripe at me for, for, you know, like if, if he moved, it was okay. But if I moved, it was the loudest sound ever. It was that kind of, <laughs> that kind oh, of yes. a thing. And so, yes, but I'm I like, you, you're, 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 yeah, you're talking to me, but if I respond to you, why are you shushing me? <laughs> so well, then, yeah, if I'm not allowed to talk, why are you talking at all? <laughs> exactly. And so then he was like, Ooh, maybe she should sit by herself. And so I did that. <sighs> and, um, I really just went into it with the intention of like, let me just, I'm just a, like a fly on the wall and I'm just watching these animals. I'm not ever going to shoot any because I don't hunt and I don't know if I really want to, but what actually ended up happening is like, I would see animals walk, you know, within my line of sight and like, they would be 20 yards from me. Mm -hmm. And I know I can shoot 20 yards and I'm hitting a 3d target at the, you know, within the vitals. And so like, you start to have those thoughts of like, could I actually do it? And then I actually asked, like, I told my, you know, we, we got done for that day, met up and he's like, cool. How was it? What'd you see? And we had that conversation of like, oh, I don't like, I actually thought like, could I do it? And he, he told me, he said, well, you know, the only way that, you know, is if you can it. do it is to do it. <laughs> yes. And so I did it. And then, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Um, I honestly can't remember if my first animal was a whitetail or if it was a porcupine, like, I cannot remember which one came first. Oh my gosh. I, think, I think it was the white. <laughs> I think it was a deer. I think it was a buck. Um, but honestly, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it's interesting. I had a conversation with Melissa, um, Turkey girl. That's how most people know her, um, yeah. about turkeys. And she's like, I know, I can't remember now how many I've shot and which, like sometimes which one was which she's like, you know, in the beginning, you're so excited about it. And like, it seems like it will never be gone from your memory. But now she said, she's like, I just, I can't remember exactly how many years it is. I can't remember all of them per se. Like if you think hard enough, you can recall which you know which hunt you were on but you can't place it to the year and things like that so it's it's interesting how when we are like fresh out of a season or our first few harvests how every like the memories are so vivid and then they get a little bit muddy after a few years oh for sure yes yeah being six years in now I'm like yeah I don't I don't know I only know how many deer I have because they're on the wall <laughs> Well, yeah, right. They're up there. And you're like, I can, I can literally count them. So I can tell how many there are. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I actually heard a really great, um, 
piece of advice that I never thought about, but like you hear people talking about, they have, oh, they have field journals. And I'm like, I should do that because exactly what you said, like, you know, those, those learning opportunities that you have during the season that are fresh in your mind, you know, whenever, whenever they happen. Um, And then maybe that, you know, the next year you say, okay, I'm not going to do that because that didn't work out. But like years down the line, Mm -hmm. I wonder if like certain things you just, you don't remember in the same way. So if you, if you actually wrote it down and revisited it, would that be helpful? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking through that. (laughs) My, my husband does that. Uh, So it's funny, like your, your story of kind of coming into archery and bow hunting after your significant other ours is kind of the other way around where I was bow hunting before my husband and I started when I met him you know I started hunting in this area and started getting permission from his neighbors and things like that and then I was bow hunting and he was sort of intrigued and then he kind of wanted to tag along and then all of a sudden he wanted a bow and then he wanted to upgrade a bow and then he wanted to shoot an animal and all that kind of stuff and so he's harvested his first buck with his bow but he keeps a hunting journal and he is faithful he like he keeps it on his phone but he is so faithful about like he'll put in their date time that we got into the blind or into the stand wind direction you know whether it's hot whether it's misty raining you know what kind of stuff he needed where the deer first came out at what time traveling what way what like what kind of crop we were on or whatever he is faithful about it and i remember was it last year i think um we were together and he pulled out his journal on his phone from the year before or two years before whatever it was and he says do you remember the day that was exactly like this he's like i know we're gonna see a deer tonight and i don't remember if that's the day that he shot his deer or what it was but i do remember leaving that night and being like how smart is this guy to be keeping this journal and like look look what he did he totally showed me up in that area and it like it worked out the same way that it did the year before Totally. Yeah. I think I, there's no way that it's not helpful for sure. So then your reason for kind of coming into camo and clothing in the outdoor industry, was that due to sort of your own need? Absolutely. So I, um, for those who, who are listening and aren't familiar with, with me, um, my Instagram page is Hannah, the plus size hunter, because hey, I am a plus size woman. And six years ago, looking for, I mean, I say six years ago, because that's when I started. Um, But for me, looking, uh, trying to find gear that was, you know, functional, comfortable, uh, fit properly, and like helped me in the outdoors, all of those things was a pretty tall order for me to find all four of those things. Um, I started out, uh, borrowing my boyfriend's gear or using his hand-me-downs and very quickly learn, you know, which I knew, you know, that he's six foot two and I'm five foot four and wearing his pants isn't like the best, (laughs) the best option, but it was kind of, (laughs) it was kind of the only option. And even going into, um, you know, some of the big box stores to try to find something that, you know, fit me better. I still ended up, um, buying things in the, in the men's section, because women, 
the women's section didn't have sizes that were above a lot of times, especially six years ago, a large, extra large. And at that time mm -hmm. I was, I was wearing a three XL, um, in women's. And so, um, going through that and like kind of the, I don't want it sounds dramatic to say turmoil because that's really not the right word, but that's the word that's coming to, to mind, but going through, you know, the challenge of trying to find gear that, um, would help me, you know, be able to sit out in the cold longer, or if it's hot in Texas, primarily it's hot, it's more hot than cold. So sitting out in, in the heat and being sweaty, but also, you know, wearing something that is going to help me be successful was, it was just a, a tall order. And my boyfriend Wit got to, you know, have a firsthand uh, witness to me having those struggles. And so he encouraged me um, to share that, to just share, start sharing my oh. experiences, like, and, and, and trying stuff on going, what, what does it look like to walk into a big box store and try to outfit yourself um, just in store, try trying things on what works, what doesn't work. And so I, I did. I started, I just started doing that. Just basically sharing, Hey, I went into, you know, this store and I couldn't find anything that fit me. And this is kind of what it's like. And women really connected and resonated with that because I think that we can all agree that we've definitely had, uh, I like to say, <laughs> um, dressing room PTSD. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> We've all um, been personally victimized so by he, addressing. So he's the one. Yeah, yeah. He he was the one. He's the he likes. He always reminds me. Hey, wait a minute. This was my idea. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait a minute. Oh I'm, my goodness. I'm doing it That's though. Funny. Like I do all the things, so it's kind of mine too. <laughs> but no, he yeah. has been. I did mean, you, I'm. Did you expect it to take off? No. Honestly, no. Um, I still, I like to just maintain my, my, um, how do I word it? Um, I try to stay true to the way, what I wanted it to be now, I guess three, maybe going on three years ago when I started it, I don't ever want to get, um, caught up in any kind of thinking that I, that I'm not just like a normal person because I absolutely still am. <laughs> like I still have a, like I have mm -hmm. a real job and it, it just, yeah, I, more than anything, I just love the people like you that I've been able to connect with and that I never, ever would have otherwise. So no, I, I didn't think actually, mm -hmm. and I had a lot of apprehension um, just because I was worried that I would get a lot of negativity about, you know, being plus size because, uh, you know, growing up, being a, a heavier set woman, like you just, you experience that. And that just is part of it. And it's unfortunate. And I think it's actually, um, I hope, you know, that for young girls, they don't go through some of the, some of the things, you know, that, that maybe we, that maybe we either went through or saw other, you know, girls our age go through. Um, just because I think that there's just right. a lot more awareness that like, we all have, we all are different and being a different shape then somebody else doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you don't have that the same value as them as like a human. So. Mm -hmm. Right. No, I agree. Um, and, and this is a question that has just kind of popped into my head and, and it's if you're comfortable sharing, but 
Have you had any like rather negative stuff come about or like negative comments because or during like your try on the the life of the try on Tuesday have, has anything ever has anyone said ever said anything to you? Sure. Yeah. Yes. It, it, I mean, it's very few and far between. Thank goodness. Um, the majority of the my following on Instagram is 70% women, which I love. And I, I like, I like it that way. <laughs> um, and so women are just a lot more um, supportive and, and are less likely to say, you know, do any kind of like body shaming or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, every once in a while I, I will get like, and it, I, for me personally, it has always been a man that says, that says something about my body. And I just, you know, you just, you just, block and delete the comment and block that person and you move on with your life because they don't know you and anytime that anybody feels sees something about someone on the internet and is triggered so much to say something about somebody else's body like for a man to see a woman's body and feel so triggered to like feel the need to comment and say something hateful that's not about you it's about them and you you just have to remember that and just like move on with your life because they've got something going on. (laughs) They've got something going on with them and it has nothing to do with you. Right. It honestly, (laughs) when I wish I kind of had video on for this recording, because when you said it, you should have seen my mouth drop back here. Cause I just, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand what goes through some people's heads. Like try on Tuesday is for like, it is women's gear for women by a woman. Why do you as a man need to even make your comments known besides, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is so helpful for me. You know, I'm going to go and tell my spouse, girlfriend, sister, whatever about your video so that, you know, this is super helpful for her. Sure. If yeah. that is not your comment, like, why do you even need to to make one? It, it just it blows my uh, mind. Sa- it, it gets me so fired. Same up. here. Yeah, and that's why you just you really like yeah you can't you shouldn't I yeah don't feed the trolls is like the the phrase that I have in my head all the time like when I see that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. um you just just literally yeah delete it block them and you move on with your life because it's not worth it and and yes exactly and I actually do have quite a few men. Um, that will send me messages and say the exact same thing that you just said. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I, I'm a guy. And so I just, I watch this to try to help my wife because she has, I, she's has all the problems that you talk about and I just want to be able to help her and that, oh my gosh, that makes me so like it, sometimes it almost makes me want to cry because to have a guy care so much about the woman in his life. And it could be his, Mm -hmm. his wife, his girlfriend, his daughter, um, his sister, you know, to, to have them care so much and be able to be like, Hey, you know, check out this brand. Cause this girl I saw on Instagram said it was good. You know, <laughs> like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is just, it, you know, it, we, we, it brings us all together and I don't know, there's just something so like magical about it, I guess it, it's probably the right word, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, and I think that, uh, the reality is like, every single one of us, like man, woman, whatever, we have someone in our life that is plus size, like is a plus size woman. She could be your mom. She Mm -hmm. could be your sister. She could be your aunt. She could be your daughter. Um, and I think that sometimes people 
like forget that that like um if someone if if your friends or family saw that comment that you left on a random woman's page how would how would that person feel about that yes. because then you're you're also thinking those same things about that person that you actually know um so yeah right. yep i know but you know it's very few oh. it's very few and far between honestly um and i'm very very thankful for that because it was one thing that held me back in the beginning. And, and now it's like, I would, I, if I had let that stop me, I would be, you know, it wouldn't have been worth it. Yes. You, you've like embodied kind of the, like stepping into your truth and it's like, hi, you know, I I am plus size and like, therefore I'm going to help everybody that I can instead of hiding behind, you know, hiding behind the clothing or hiding behind, you know, how you make your photos or anything like that. You're like, you do not do that. You are like, Hey, I'm here. And this is what it is. And I, I yeah, really, exactly. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Hi. Hello. The, I, yeah. I'm five foot four and my biggest part of my body is my stomach. And no, I don't like, I don't love that, but you know, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> um, and yeah. I, I, I think you've touched on something really like, something that is very prevalent in, I would say, predominantly the social media aspect of hunting, um, that you don't see a lot of plus size women um, represented anywhere, really. And Mm -hmm. I think part of that is because a lot of women don't, I wouldn't say celebrate that they're plus size, but it just isn't anything that they um, want to acknowledge. And that's fine. I don't like, if, if you don't want to talk about your weight, you really shouldn't have to, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be anything that it has to be, um, I guess showcased, but I think that representation matters. And that, um, if you don't see yourself, especially when you're just getting into it as a, as you know, an adult, I got into it and I was just looking for women to like help me with certain things that my boyfriend can't help me with. And, uh, I had certain challenges that women that have a large following on the on, online aren't going to have the same challenges as me. So how do I find someone that I can mm-hmm. connect with on that level? It was it was really hard. But now that you know that now that I put myself out there, um, I have I have so many connections with with women who maybe don't like super promote that they're plus size, but we are able to have conversations, and I can take that. Um, things that they've, you know, we've talked about privately and put it out to more people and, and help people that way. And so that's one thing that I I love about, um, me being able to put myself out there. And I would, I always try to encourage the women who follow me to do the same because you're just going to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. If you like Mm -hmm. step out of that comfort zone. So and and you said you know there's not a lot of representation for like the, the bigger we'll, we'll say bigger women um you know the the people who fall out of the zero to size six as i like to say um and it's it's interesting because there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of representation on social media of these women um like boldly showing their bodies and representing like themselves and what they are. But then on the flip side of it, like there's also not a lot of representation in the industry in the sense of like, when you go onto a website for a clothing company or 
even, I mean, even other items, you don't like, you don't see plus size women. And I don't mean to like be upset at any particular businesses or anything, but they, it's almost like they don't want to show it, right? Like social media, for example, you know, and like say, you know, these, just for another example, these men, they don't want to see that, right? Like we don't want to see your body. So it's almost like businesses don't want to show photos because that is not what the mass community wants to see. And to me, that's like, that's a huge issue. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't think that people understand how many women are not within the zero to six. How many, if you want to call us all plus size, like I'm a size 12, 14. Um, I wear a large top and an XL bottom. So technically I'm in pl probably in the plus size as well. There, like there are so many of us, so many of us. And I think we're just like wildly underrepresented everywhere. And, and it's kind of annoying to go onto a website and not see something, something like a photo of an item or a photo of a person that represents you as well like why is it only the little girls right yeah so i get told this not a ton but you know like it, sometimes if i if i put something out that is specifically harder um on maybe brands not having um an extended line for women uh i kind of get this this uh this i don't yeah we'll just say i get mansplained too um that plus size women represent I, I get this all the time. This they love this like one percent. They plus size women that hunt re represent one percent of the industry, and I have no idea where this one percent, like where they're pulling this number from. And so I actually kind of, um, I, I, I wish that we had actual numbers on this, but I kind of I did some research one afternoon just because it, it really kind of bothered me because I was like one percent, like where is this coming from? <laughs> And so, because it doesn't make sense, because if you think about um, the stats that like, let's take women as, as a whole, like, and the average, um, I think it's like one out of four women is a plus size woman. Um, so, and I, or even 68%, I think I've seen that, that statistic somewhere. Um, so more than half of us. Um, and then you take that and you take hunting numbers. And so if there are 10% of if the entire people population of people who buy hunting license, licenses and things like that, the demographics around that. And I'm talking about the United States. So I, I'm, I didn't look up Canada. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> but it, it's about 10% um, of, of the licenses and tags and things that are purchased, purchased are purchased by women. So in that line of statistics, if, if I am, you know, if I'm thinking this correctly, um, about 6% of us are plus size. And that is, yeah, that's 6%. Um, and that's not a ton. And so businesses shouldn't have to cater to only 6% of their market. However, I push back on mm -hmm. that because over the last, I know for sure three years, um, the fastest growing demographic in hunting is women. And so who mm -hmm. needs to buy the most stuff? People who are just getting started. Mm hmm so it, I, you take all of those things into account and it just, I, it doesn't make sense in my mind uh, how businesses can still say that they can't, like they literally say, oh, we can't because there's not a market for it. I, I just, mm -hmm. I don't buy it. I don't buy it because 
you and I, or uh, we walk into, a, I'm just going to say, like walk into a big box store where we can actually try things on before we purchase them. Um, yeah. And when you walk into that store, they may, maybe they do offer an XL, a 2XL, but it's always sold out because somebody bought it. <laughs> so it. it just, it just yeah. like none of it computes in my mind. Um, and I, you can't convince me otherwise that, that there's a market for it, for it. And because it is so underrepresented, the companies who are doing it are making money because that's the, mm-hmm. that's our option, right? Like we only have so mm-hmm. many options. Um, it's getting better. And, and I, I love that. And I'm very grateful for that. I actually, um, one brand that I get asked about more than any um, is First Light. And they actually, now they're, they put out two pieces of like, I think they are two brand new pieces of gear, but they offer them in a 2XL. And so they're, I, maybe that means they're, they're making strides to um, make all of that, their women's gear next year offer a 2XL and I'm, I'm pumped about that. More options for us is better. Like, just like, just like Mm -hmm. guys, like it doesn't, not everybody has the same, um, preferences for sure. Body, body shape. So like you say you're a size 12, 14, I'm a 14, 16 and you and I, we, our body shape is not the same, (laughs) not the same Mm -hmm. at all. I mean, we still definitely, have um, similar preferences to, to certain pieces of gear, but that, ha- and it has probably more to do with like function and things like that, but not necessarily fit because you and I have mm-hmm. different body shapes and different problem areas and things that, that fit us differently. And that's every single woman. Is, and then it is also men, men have this issue too, um, because if they're super tall or, you know, not um, like average, if they're below average height, I mean, we all have these challenges, but I think women, especially, um, even, you know, five years ago, it was so hard to not find something that wasn't a V-neck camo shirt when it's like, (laughs) wait a minute, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be covering my body up. Why am I, why am I showing my chest? Yes. Um, like the so, deer do not care how perky my tits are today. Thank you. Yeah. And like the V-neck. the V-neck, the V-neck gets me. Um, and I know some women like it and they'll wear, they'll wear, um, a scarf or a wild rag or whatever. And that's fine. Like you do you, but mm-hmm. like, to me, I'm like, why am I going to, why am I going to buy that? If I just have to wear, put something over it, like to cover it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm just, yeah, that, that five years yes. ago, that was a huge challenge. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm never ignoring the fact that men also have this issue, but it just is like, we're only just now getting things like to correct yeah. the issues that we've had for, for years and years for women who have been hunting mm-hmm. their whole life. Like I, I'm, I, I talked to some of them and they say, I, you know what, Hannah, I totally I, I like what you're doing. I get it. But I have men's gear that I found that that works for me and I'm sticking with it. And I say to them, cool. I, I love that for you. <laughs> but, I, but if you ever want to try out new stuff, like I have lots of mm-hmm. information that you that can help you. <laughs> but yes, that's, just, yeah, that's like true. You men's gear that you like good, but when you ever want to come back over to our side, <laughs> we'll help you out. So speaking of, um, like problem areas or challenge areas. 
do you do, is there anything that like right now like we're talking about v-necks kind of you know a few years ago is there anything right now that you have like a big pet peeve with in in regards to camouflage clothing you know items for women is there kind of like anything um i would say the more um tech technical like picky that i get um one thing that i'm noticing is uh i need stuff that's quiet um, a lot of mm. stuff that's like that DWR treated, or if it's like windproof or waterproof, mm-hmm. um, it does that swishing, especially when you walk, if you're a person that doesn't yes. have a thigh, a thigh gap, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if your thighs touch when you walk and you, it's like that windbreaker sound. Yes. Um, I had a pair, a, a set that I really liked. It was so nice and like warm and it fit me well but I could not make it work um, because it was just so loud. Um, I tried it for whitetail and I tried it for turkey season. And I actually got this reaction from um, two separate men that I hunted with on two separate occasions when I started walking and I was walking next to them or behind them, if I'm being honest, because my stride is much shorter than theirs um Mm -hmm. so I'm like you know doing I'm walking double time to try to keep (laughs) keep up with them um they you know they stopped and like turned turned did a full like 180 turn and looked at me and was like gave me the wide eyes and like were like what is up with those pants (laughs) (laughs) um so that yeah that's a really picky thing another nitpicky thing that I'm finding um is like if you're gonna make a jacket why not just put a hood on it (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like what if I need it I want it and it doesn't it don't bother me if I don't need it it just hangs out you know on my back (laughs) and then if I do I put it on if you really don't Um, want to take it off if the yeah if they have the removable which is nice yeah if they give you the option to remove it um uh, yes. So I like, I like a hood these days. My thing right now is, um, the backs, like I, you know, jackets are, I don't know what it is. If it's my stature, the shape, uh, that I don't have like a long torso or I don't even know, but jackets don't have long enough backs and mm-hmm. pants don't come up high enough. And I, I'm, like, I obviously don't want my pants like up underneath my boobs, but I also want to have, if it's, if it's a pair of insulated pants or it's supposed to be like a late season, mid to late season, or a full on insulated pair of pants, I want my back covered. That's mm-hmm. my biggest yeah, thing. Yeah. And back like, it's if- cold. Yes. And depending on the type of hunting that you're doing, if you're doing spot and stock or like turkey, like turkey hunting, for instance, you could be, oh my gosh, any kind of position you can think of, like turkey hunting is probably Mm -hmm. the one that you like, because you could be prone, you could be up against a tree, you could be (laughs) up, like Mm -hmm. kneeling, you know, uh, like on a, on a rock wall or something, you know, and I absolutely, the, the challenge with, with a good pair of pants for turkey hunting good grief like you just you just kind of brought that up in my mind because um if they're too loose you're pulling them up constantly if you're Mm -hmm. not wearing a belt um and then if you're crouch crouching or like bending over or whatever and yeah you're you're having to 
adjust your clothes, like adjust your shirt so that your shirt doesn't come up. Oh man, I definitely, mm-hmm. I have that same issue. Um, <laughs> I also have the issue of, um, and this is pro- maybe personal, but I do have pretty broad shoulders um, for a female, I suppose, because I have this issue where um, jackets are very um, tight across my back. So like if I were to put, try to put my hands on my shoulders, um, my jacket is restricting me. Um, and so, yeah, it's just all, it's all of that stuff. Like where you're just trying to think about, okay, how can this, how could this be a potential problem (laughs) for me where I'm going to expose parts of my body that I really don't want to. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Well, and exactly. too, like, you know, so if your jacket doesn't quite fit, like you're, you're worried about it. So if you're bow hunting, you want enough space in the shoulders and in the arms that you can draw fully, like get that full expansion and opened up so that you can get your full draw. But then if it's, if it's too tight, you can't get the full draw. But then if you go up, cause people are going to be like, well, why don't you just upsize your jacket? Well, now I upsize my jacket I got more fabric hanging around for my strings to get caught in so if it doesn't fit in the size that it's supposed to fit then then it's all wrong absolutely and if your jacket is too big depending on the material and all of that of course um if you've got a lot of room in your jacket and there's like room for air you're not going to be warm like that cold air is like surrounding Mm -hmm. you in your jacket and then also um, why, like the question of, Ooh, why don't you just size up a lot of times, like for me and for plus size women, we can't because they don't have a bigger size. Cause um, there isn't another size. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is what I got. Um, and so, yeah, exactly. The thing like, this is absolutely for, for people listening who maybe aren't aware that, um, these are the challenges. And so absolutely yeah. it is, um, there's just so many different aspects to it. And, of course, of course, of course, at the end of the day, um, our grandpas and everything killed monster bucks and elk and everything in their, in their blue jeans and their, their Buffalo plaid jackets. And you can do that. (laughs) You can do that. You absolutely can do that and wear whatever you want to wear. It doesn't matter. And I believe that 100%. Um, but I just think that a lot of us want to try to do things that are going to make us more successful, make us more comfortable. help us stay, like I said, help us stay out there longer if it's cold. And you want also want to do that stuff for if you're taking, you know, your daughter out to go hunt, you want to get her into it. You want your wife to be into it. You want your girlfriend to be into it. Um, you are introducing people into the outdoors. Gear is, it sounds silly, but for a lot of people, it is make or break, you know? And I think it, it kind of also, if you, if you kind of, think about it in terms of like, um, like athletic gear, if you're comfortable, if you like, if you get excited about a new pair of, uh, pants or a shirt, and that helps you to go work out, like that's a good thing. Um, because you're mm-hmm. taking like those positive steps to, you know, do things that are, that are good for you. And it's the same thing with hunting and camo. Like if you, if you, if you get your, yourself or your girlfriend or your daughter a new thing and she's excited about having something that is hers it could it could seem silly but to her it could be it could be the start to something that she is going to do for the rest of her life yes 
I, and this, this exact conversation reminds me of, I was on a podcast, it was a bunch of Canadian women, and we were on a podcast, and there was the question about, how do you feel about pink camo? And this is like, that that's a big question for some women in the outdoors and it's it's a uh, gets real heated and this particular zoom call got quite heated about it and i had the chance to step in and say what if that is the only thing that a woman feel a woman a girl anyone a female what if that is the only piece of camouflage pink camouflage even that a woman feels comfortable starting with what if that is the item that she starts with and that gets her hooked on hunting for the rest of her life she can upgrade a piece of fabric at any time and it also makes me think of like um makeup like why so if it is the thing that makes them so comfortable that they're willing to go out and try something new and try hunting and fall in love with hunting then why do we care what color it is why do we care what kind of mascara or foundation they have on as long as they are trying learning doing you know why why does it matter what color the camo is or what they have on their face Absolutely. And why does that automatically mean that she shouldn't be taken seriously? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I I think you and I are actually having this conversation as two women who don't really wear a lot of makeup when we go outdoors. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm waking up at like sometimes two and three in the morning and I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'd rather sleep, I'd rather sleep those 30 minutes um, than put makeup on. Uh, on that day Mm -hmm. I like makeup I like wearing makeup um I do it you know I wear makeup to work and all of that stuff I just don't do it in the outdoors just because I just I don't I just don't I just don't want to but that doesn't mean that I have any kind of opinion about a girl who or woman who wants to um because everything that you just said it just why does it it matter it doesn't hurt her it doesn't hurt you it's not Mm -hmm. it's as long as it's it's what they're doing is legal and ethical like it really shouldn't mm-hmm. even be a, why like why do you have an opinion on it it's kind of goes back to mm-hmm. what we talked about earlier about about people making comments about other people's bodies online like it just I don't I, why <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, and I am the same as you Melissa like Melissa and I hunt together all the time and and we fish obviously together too and you know Melissa wears Melissa wears makeup Sometimes I definitely get like irritated that I feel like it's taking a long time. And then I have to remind myself like this is what makes her feel good to be out there. So just let her let her do her thing. And, you know, she'll come out and say to me, does it look okay?" And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, I think you need to blend over there a little bit. And actually (laughs) one of our like little jokes these days is there was this one time that we were getting ready to go do something and she was she has very fine and light colored eyebrows so she will she'll pencil in her eyebrows a little bit and she came out of the bathroom and she's like all right i'm ready and i looked at her and i didn't say anything and she's kind of you could now that i think back to it you could tell that she was being silly and she's like well what's wrong 
and I was like, you, um, you kind of look very angry. And she started laughing. She's like, I wasn't done yet. And she hadn't blended in her eyebrows. So they were very dark and she looked very angry. And so now this is our joke. She'll like pop out of the bathroom and be like, hey, ready to go. And she'll only have one blended in. And I'm like, Melissa, I think you missed something. And she's like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to see what you'd say. So that's our kind of our little joke now. That's awesome. Yeah. And exactly like it just, it just support women in, in doing what makes them feel good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Have you seen, like, we've talked a bit about, um, you know, like our challenges and the things that kind of annoy us. Have you seen any, or do you think there's going to be any like positive change? Are you seeing anything that companies are starting to do that you're like, right on, like, this is, this is good. This is positive change. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, like I mentioned, um, first, like coming out with, with a 2XL, like I, I really do hope that that's something um, that they carry on and keep doing and adding to some of their ex- existing stuff. And, and I, I see that in, in a lot of brands. Um, we have a lot more options in uh, extended sizing. So up from a 2XL and beyond, but also uh, companies are doing things like creating extra, extra smalls for like, those are, super, you know, super petite girls or young, young girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is a, a wonderful and amazing thing. And I think that we're also, um, seeing a lot more companies that are taking feedback from women, like actually doing a lot of, you know, uh, like, you know, research on the, on the front end and trying to create gear that mm-hmm. is actually something that we, we want instead of just assuming mm-hmm. like, and I, I, I say this, but maybe that's, it's not the case, but having, you know, a group of guys in the room and saying, Oh, you know, we need to make something for women. So, Hey, yeah, let's give her this V-neck shirt and some leggings. <laughs> and, that, and and that's a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's <laughs> also kind of not a joke. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I absolutely, whenever uh, a brand has, they say, Oh, we have, we have women's stuff and it's like face layers and leggings. I'm like, Oh, do you though? <laughs> um I mean like you really I mean it's it's a start um (laughs) but uh (laughs) beyond that beyond that I think seeing some of the technical features and 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 adjustability options that we have now um is just a great Mm -hmm. I think that that's just going to keep they're going to keep innovating and making things that are adjustable for women. So like we have adjustable inseams for, to be able to have a pair of pants that fits me as a, someone who's five foot four yes. and, and then a, a girl who's five ten. Um, there's adjustable mm-hmm. waistlines or like, um, like Velcro, Velcro straps that'll cinch in the waist. Um, and all of like those kinds of things are just amazing, wonderful things that are going to help fit like I said, like we talked about the various shapes and sizes of women. Um, there was also, I had a company that I've worked actually really closely with in, in the last three, three to six months, um, Ditali Outdoors. And they, they are, are, did a pre-sale for a pair of pants that they worked and researched and did so much work up front on. And I know that because I, like I said, I was, I was on their um, field testing team. And I mean, I filled mm-hmm. out 
at least three different surveys for them, just myself. And they, I know that they reach out to a lot of women who hunt um, to get their feedback. And they, they are putting out a pair of pants that every single size. So they offer, I believe it's a, yeah, an extra small to a three XL and every single size has a curvy option. So because just because you're, yeah, exactly. So even the women who are a size six, if they have a body shape that's more um, curvy, hourglass, however you want to phrase that, they may not be able Mm -hmm. to wear uh, a size six in women's hunting gear because one thing that you and I didn't touch on is that a lot of um, brands can run small or they just, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a women's line, but it's almost like it's the exact same as their men's line, but they just shrunk it, right? Um, So Mm -hmm. that, that, the pants don't fit like an hourglass girl, someone who's pear-shaped, apple-shaped, all of that. Mm-hmm. And, and she could be a size six, she could be a size four. And she just so happens to have, yeah. you know, like problem areas like we all do. And so I think that that kind of innovation, we will just keep seeing. And I, and I really, really believe that. I don't think that we're going to go backwards from that. And, and the more that women um, are loud... <laughs> And we talk about Mm -hmm. the things, these things, um, the more that brands are going to either have to choose to pay attention to, or they're going to miss out on getting our, our money because there are brands who are putting in the effort and, and making things that are actually like really great and affordable and all, and giving us options. So like, yeah, why would I, why would I choose to stick with a company that's they've, their status quo has been the same thing for 20 years. Okay. That's great for you. I, that doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to talk about, yeah. first of all, I'm not going to talk about you and I'm not going to recommend you to my friends. Cause there's brands over here who are doing mm-hmm. something that is actually really helpful for women. So yeah. Yeah. And mm. I think it'll get better because when we women are, we're talking about it and I, I love that. Yeah, we're, t- we're being loud about it. And I think we're giving, you know, we're giving companies suggestions and we're giving them feedback. And, you know, like when a company asks for a review, I will definitely give a review on an item in hopes that somebody else will see it. I also in, you know, the in the brands that I represent, um, they, we have a lot of conversation about, Hey, how does this fit you? Or how did, you know, this particular portion of this item fit you? And I am very vocal about when it fits good and when it doesn't, you know, when I purchase a size that I normally purchase and I feel like a sausage in it, I am not scared to say that. Like, I feel like a stuffed sausage in some items and when the girls ask i'm like this this hey this is real life and this is exactly and everybody can um what is the word like when when you say i feel like a stuffed stuffed sausage to somebody they know exactly how you feel like there is no question about um that phrase (laughs) yeah my my preferred phrase for what you're describing is a busted can of biscuits (laughs) <laughs> so like, but so, like, yeah, like, like you say you know exactly like I know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah I feel like I definitely have pants that make me feel like a busted can of biscuits and also I think too um one thing that oh is is changing about like what you just said 
is that more women are feeling comfortable to say that. So like I, Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, and I don't know if that, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and I don't like, I straight up just do not care. (laughs) Like I'm not, I'm definitely not as self-conscious as Mm -hmm. I was um, in my twenties or, you know, definitely not in my teens. But I I also think too, that the more Mm -hmm. we see women talking about these kinds of things, the more we realize that we are not alone. And so we are more comfortable saying, Hey, I feel like a stuffed sausage. And it's not a reflection of like, no, my body is wrong. It's, it's these, it's the way this fits Mm -hmm. is wrong. And I think that that Mm -hmm. there's something so beautiful about that because um, our bodies are not made to fit into clothes. Clothes are, should be made to fit our bodies. And I don't think that that is yes. the, I don't think that that's what we've been told for, you know, the, for most of us in, in our life. And I think we're realizing that now, and that's definitely something that we can teach to our daughters and, and, and boys too, um, that there's not anything mm-hmm. necessarily wrong with your body um, some people are just tall and, uh, stocky and husky or like whatever, like we're, it be, just because you're pear shaped and you have larger yeah. hips, there's like pretty much nothing that you're going to be able to do to change your body type. Um, your hips mm-hmm. are just big mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that that's bad. It just is what it is. And so I, I also think that, Mm -hmm. um, that side of it, like us being more comfortable with our own bodies and realizing that this just is the shape of my body. And yeah, absolutely. I could, I should like, Mm -hmm. I could stand to lose some, some weight. And I definitely actually have, um, over the last five years. Um, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that I shouldn't be able to have the gear that fits me just because I'm plus size doesn't mean, Oh, I have to lose weight to be able to wear camo. No, 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 no. If, if that is, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. that is something that you believe, I think you should probably re-examine, <laughs> re-examine that belief system because yes, re-examine those if, thoughts. If, yeah, if you want people to be into the thing that you love and you want, um, I mean, gosh, all the stuff that's going on right now with it, hunting being challenged in the way that it is. And, and um, in legislation mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, like the more people who who are into it, the less that they're going to be able to take those things away from us. And so, if you don't think that mm-hmm. people who uh, wear a, women who wear a three XL in hunting should have camo, then I, I then like you don't want a certain population of the world to hunt, and it just it, it all works together, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, com- I completely agree. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> you, I'm not exactly sure the, uh, the sentence that you had said that really got me thinking on this, but I was like, you know, there is no, there's no items and there's no representation for women who are pr- pregnant or who just had a baby mm-hmm. and part of you know part of my podcast and my thoughts in doing this podcast and the reason that I chose the word unbound was for the purpose of like there's always been in history the idea of what women should be where women should be and what women should be doing and I find, you know, there's so many of us now that are pushing those boundaries and we are 
as I like to say it, we are, you know, unbound in the sense that we are not like letting the the explanation or the outline of what other people think we should be bind us. We're not we're not bound to what they think. So we are unbound. And I just I think, you know, there's no for example, like women who are breastfeeding, you know, there's not a single piece of camouflage clothing that I have ever seen that would allow a woman to be comfortable and be able to be out in the woods doing some kind of passion of hers comfortably and still be able to do what she needs to do with a child or without a child on or near her body. There's no piece of clothing that allows for her to do that comfortably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've talked a little bit about that um, like I've never been pregnant. And so that's definitely not something I can personally speak to, but there are a lot that that's a huge challenge for women who are hunting while they're pregnant. And then, like you said, after, because your body just most of most women's bodies just don't bounce, but don't just like you snap your fingers and they they're back to pre-pregnancy body. Um, for the most of them, mm-hmm. it's, it's never goes mm-hmm. fully back to the way it was before. And that's fine because birth is a beautiful thing. And it, you did something like incredible. You, you, you grew a human, <laughs> so it doesn't have to go back. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I yeah. have heard that there is some kind like, I guess for some brands, um, there could be negative blowback. Um, because some people think that women shouldn't be doing those things while they're hunting, um, or pregnant, which shouldn't be doing, shouldn't hunt while they're pregnant. Um, which I mean, you and I probably are hear that and are like, uh, okay, (laughs) I don't see why not. Um, but, but yeah, some people, (laughs) I guess that there could be, um, I guess those kinds of implications of like, like negativity and like, so I, on one hand, I understand that, but I, I also, you, you asked, what do I think, um, how do I think things will be in the future? I, I think that we probably, within our lifetimes, we probably will see at least a, a small percentage of maybe a, a maternity line or something like that, which I think would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think why, you know, why leave those, it, you know, if we are starting to push and we are starting to increase the amount and the items that women have available to them why are we stopping at women who don't have children or have never had children or who are not in the process of growing a tiny human like Mm -hmm. why are we why why do those women not get items yeah i agree so Oh boy. <laughs> that's a that's a that we could we could literally we could go on that one forever so we'll, we'll leave that <laughs> one for now um i and i wondered do you have is there anything that you are hoping to or that you might be doing for try on tuesday that you're like super excited about uh not coming not up oh no i i mean i already i already uh was able to talk about the thing that I, I was keeping secret, um, which was, I talked mm-hmm. about it with those the, the tally outdoors, but, um, I think that I may, I'm going on my first waterfowl hunt 
this weekend. Um, and so if I enjoy it, which I think that I will, because preparing for it up until this point has been enjoyable. Um, I may, you know, start having more things that I need if I continue to waterfowl hunt. So waders is one huge, Mm -hmm. huge, huge topic that I have never, um, tackled because, I have no need to, and uh, I know mm-hmm. there are a ton of women who send me messages all the time that are like, oh, please start reviewing waiters, and I'm just, <laughs> so I wouldn't say that I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited, but I'm like also not excited about the prospect of reviewing waiters because it just feels so, I've just heard so many like horror stories from so many different women mm-hmm. about the same thing that I'm just like, oh man, that's like, that is like a level that that's like reaching another level of, of hunting, of, 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 of doing trials, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that will be it. Like, that'll be a really good one in the sense that so many people need that information. Like I have personally refused to buy a pair of waders because every time I go on to the website, it's like, okay, well you can get this one in short and wide, but then the foot, like the sock part of the waders is like a size 10. Mm-hmm. Well, my feet are a size like six and a half. Yeah. So and if you're dredging why, through the mud. I don't understand like- what the like hip correlation and big feet are. I don't get it. Like I, and on it, and I, I'll trying on waiters in a store is like, I didn't realize how impossible that is until I've recently been paying attention because I'm like, I'm actively looking for, for things to try on. And it's like, they don't even have them in stores. Like it just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I agree. So if you had a piece of advice for somebody who is looking for their first pieces of gear or some gear that might actually fit properly, um, what, what advice would it be? And maybe it's, you know, maybe it's on what they should do. Maybe it's on what company they should look for or a few different companies that they should look. You know what? Let's break that into a couple here. I'll ask you first. Do you have like maybe a list of like three or four companies that you are feel comfortable saying the name that you would also feel comfortable saying to somebody, you know, go check these ones out? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you and I are very familiar with DSG (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I will say that they have amazing gear that is the size range is the largest size range out there in terms of women's gear. So they go from extra, extra small to five XL. They have, mm-hmm. uh, hunting, fishing, ice fishing, and snowmobile gear. Like they have all of those options within their website. The unfortunate part of that is that, which they're doing a really great job in terms of getting themselves into stores. Um, mm-hmm. so I know that they're available in, in the United States in Shields. And I think Oh, Fleet Farm is one I know, but that's not any, that's not one that's near me. Um, And maybe a handful of other kind of smaller um, outdoor type stores. Um, But Mm -hmm. Shields is definitely one of like, that's probably the bigger chain. Um, So if you need something that you like, if you, for someone who's just getting started, 
just starting out, I do recommend that they go to a store where they can actually try things on, which is very difficult um, because there's, like we talked about, there's not a lot of options, but I would say um, to at least try. And if you don't, so then that way you try on the biggest size that you can find. And if it's close, that gives you a better idea. If they have a larger size range available online, mm -hmm. at least you have mm -hmm. a better idea of the size mm -hmm. that you need. It, it, no, it doesn't fit, but you, most women would be able to say, oh, okay, this, I, I can button it, but I feel like a stuffed sausage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I need one, one size up or, um, mm -hmm. I can't button it, but I got him, you know, up and on my waist. Um, so maybe I need two sizes up. So, so that kind of helps. So I would also say that she outdoor, um, is another brand that they make good, uh, definitely affordable gear. And it definitely, when you're just getting started out and you need, you need something, um, that is a, mm -hmm. is a great option. And, uh, they, you can go into a big box store. So Bass Pro Cabela's to, to try that on. Um, mm. And then you said a third one. So I'm trying to think of like lots and lots of options. I would say either mm. um, Proist or Girls with Guns. They Those two kind of in my mind are really on the same level um, of, of quality and because they're both made, um, by women for women, they definitely have that, um, understanding of fit and function. And they have a lot, a lot of things, um, that would fit a woman better than men's gear. Um, but the mm -hmm. number one thing I would say that a woman should look for, and you and I talked about it is adjustability. So look mm -hmm. for something that has adjustable inseams. If it has and like I say adjustable waist, but it's not necessarily what I really mean, but like a stretchy um, waistband, just because that's going to mm -hmm. help you in so many different ways, because I don't know about you, but like if you're hunting really hard for like a whole season, you could potentially be losing weight during that season. Or like if it's yes. during Christmas, a lot of us gain weight during the holidays and there's nothing wrong with it because we all do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. but that's just going to give you, um, some wiggle room and, you know, you could be wearing the pants when you're sitting down, which, you know, your stomach just kind of goes out more, or you could be wearing it when you're, you know, walking out doing spawn stock and those types of things. So I like a stretchy waistband and, uh, any kind of like adjustable features just because it gives you the ability to change something to fit you better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said you had so, a, a part two. <laughs> uh, well, and my part two is the pieces of advice. And so you, you've kind of done both of those. So you gave a few, you gave a few companies that you felt, you know, were worth mentioning, but you, you also mentioned first light and then Ditali, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'm personally not familiar with, uh, with first light, um, just because they only just recently came out with something that I can actually try on. Um, but I know women especially like western and in, in the united states western hunters like elk hunters those types of things um like first light um and ditality mm -hmm. because it's they they're brand new and it's pre-sale um they don't have anything that you can go and purchase like immediately and that's the only reason why i don't say ditality 
um, just because they're just getting started. But hey, if you want, mm-hmm. I would absolutely recommend that any w- woman go follow their Instagram account and keep up with mm-hmm. what they are doing. Um, if you want right. to pre-order their pants, like do it because they're, I think they're doing amazing things. But I mean, if you don't just keep tabs on them and see what they come out with. And if you like it, I'll keep, I'll keep talking about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Great. Okay. And then our, our pieces of advice, just so I put them kind of, so we can hear them all in sort of a row and section together. You had said to make sure that you can go try an item on. And even if, you know, even if it's not the exact item that fits you properly, at least you have a better knowledge of maybe the size, you know, how the, how the clothing sizes compared to you and whether you need to size up or down. And then you mentioned adjustability. So we know some brands that do adjustable inseams and adjustable like straps maybe, and then waists. So we do know ones that have adjustable waist, but then also making sure that you are looking for something that has sort of a stretchier waist so that when your body changes in positions or in just the life of your body, that you have some wiggle room for the size there. Is there anything else that you would advise? I always recommend, and maybe this is more for a a slightly more experienced hunter, um, but when you, you and I talked about this, when you're trying things on, I say, I call it the, like the, like dressing room dance, but it's really not a dance. I mean, you just, you just are moving in the way that you would be hunting. Um, so like mm-hmm. I bend over and try to touch my toes and how does, how does that feel? How restricting mm-hmm. is that? I'll go to my knees crouch. Um, I will, for me personally, I put my, like I hug myself. So I try to put my, both my hands around my shoulders um, because I, to see if I have any restriction across my back, um, you know, lift your hands up in the air. And if your shirt comes up, how high is it? I mean, not, if you're not necessarily going to be having your, your arms straight up in the air when you're hunting, um, (laughs) at least not all the time, but you know, if you're moving, (laughs) if you're crawling over, you know, if you're crawling over logs or, you know, um, rock walls or, all the different things that you could potentially be doing, um, Mm -hmm. do that in the dressing room or when you just, if you order online and you get it and you're trying it on and you have a period, you know, that 30 days or whatever it could be where you could return it, do those types Mm -hmm. of things, um, before you get out in the field and realize that this isn't going to work for you. Um, yeah, walk, walk in them and try to hear how loud, (laughs) how loud they are, how loud that swishing is. Mm -hmm. And if that's going to be an issue you I learned that mm-hmm. one I learned that one the hard way um <laughs> but all of yeah all of those things um just to try to give yourself a better idea of how it's going to perform for you and um those are also the types of things I try to do and talk about um when I do my try on Tuesdays on Instagram in my stories so right. yeah right those are very very important and very good pieces of advice. Um, So we've been at this for like at least an hour, Hannah. So I guess I I don't want to keep you much longer. So at this point, I would like to thank you for being on the podcast with me. I really, I really enjoyed this chat. And I, I have was, I was worried. I was like, this is, 
so new for me. Podcasting is super new and I've got all these questions, but I don't know what order I should ask them in and I don't know if it's going to be good and what happens if Hannah doesn't really want to talk to me and this ends up being like 10 minutes. And so I, I really want to thank you for being such a great guest. And I'm so happy that I got the chance to talk with you as one of my very first guests because this is such an important topic and it is so important to keep discussing this and bringing more light to it. Yeah, absolutely. And thank yeah, thank you so much. This was great. You did great. So I can't wait to hear more of your podcast that you have with other people. Thank you. So for all of our listeners, if you have any questions about hunting gear for women, I'm sure while you can check out Hannah's try ons and her reviews on social media. And then she has some past written articles um, for Miss Pursuit. But Hannah, if people want to follow you online, or they want to find you or find stuff that you've done, what are your social handles? And how do they find you and follow you? Yeah. So, uh, I primarily use Instagram. That's like my most used form of social media. And so you could find me either by searching my name, Hannah Markham, or you can just find me as Hannah, the plus size hunter. Um, I'm also on YouTube, Hannah Markham. I, and that's pretty much it. And I'll, I'll ask the guys to put your exact handle, uh, for Instagram, since that's your kind of preferred, I'll get them to, edit that into the description for the podcast so that people can find because it, it exactly is it's hannah dot the dot plus size dot yes, hunter but right? i've actually found that you don't have to do all that you type can just, all that yeah oh that's <laughs> that whole thing with like instagram is starting to be like a search engine kind of yeah. i don't know i read a whole bunch of stuff about that one day <laughs> yep yep exactly Great. Okay. So I'll get them to put that in there too. But like you said, if anybody wants to find you, they can search you Hannah Markham or they can search Hannah, the plus size hunter. Yep. So you'll still be able to find her that way. If you don't have all your dots in a row. Um, absolutely. Great. Okay. And I'll just make a little note here to everybody that's listening to this. If you enjoyed this episode and you feel called to do so, I would love if you could share this with another female friend or a lady in your life and maybe take a moment to rate and review or comment on the episode. I would really appreciate it. 